You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on The Cooligans, we are talking about the MLS final. The yep. MLS is back final, okay? Now the, uh, the, the MLS is back, and now the MLS is back back. And we're going to talk <laughs> about the, re- the return of the season uh, as well. NWSL news uh, and a little bit of uh, just other general news in soccer. That's right. And we're going to talk to Gianluca Busio. And what's up with his passport? Why is Taylor 12 making it so hot? <laughs> okay. A lot of drama. That right, and so- more today on The Cooligans! <laughs> What's up, guys? Landon Donovan here, and I got to kick it with the Cooligans today. Keep following, keep listening, keep watching. See you guys soon. Yeah, baby! (laughs) Yes. Let's go. Let's do this. Come on. What is going on? Look at this. I'm wearing an MLS shirt. You're wearing a, a USL shirt, an old-timey USL shirt. Old-timey uh, don't exist no more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are uh, excited to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. We are the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show on television. That's right. And it also happens to be the gulliest. And it's not just that. It's also Landon Donovan's favorite. <laughs> okay. We've gotten that confirmation. <laughs> I... uh, that's right. All right. Look, you know, we we won him over. And all that's of a right. sudden, uh, you know, he is. Uh, we are now his favorite television program. Yep. Uh, we, we bumped Grey's Anatomy. Uh, okay. so, so I'm excited. Sorry, okay. friends. <laughs> You're now down to third. <laughs> okay. We were we were behind La Rosa de Guadalupe. Uh, <laughs> okay. and, uh, but we but done we, moved up. We you moved up. I mean? Okay. You know, it was, yeah. uh, look, I'm not going to lie to you. Some of it was on goal differential, right? But still. <laughs> All that counts is the W. Uh, yes, I we have we. I don't know if you know that. Uh, you know, uh, Landon Donovan loves telenovelas. Uh, yeah, so. he's like Maria, Pedro, Landon. So, what's good, everybody? Did you enjoy the MLS's back final? If you are a Portland Timbers fan, I am very sure you did. If you are a Orlando City fan, I you may not have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I we, I feel bad. One of our friends, one of our uh, fans, uh, lives in England. Stayed up, uh, got up at two thirty, <laughs> two thirty in the morning, or stayed up. I'm not sure. Yeah. Two thirty in the morning to watch that match. The man ruined his week <laughs> for Orlando. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you know, after that, your your sleep cycle's ruined for the yeah. week. Without, you know, his friends are like, "Nah, mate, you gotta stop with the MLS, mate. <laughs> you can't do yeah, it, mate. You're destroying your family. You know, nah, mate. You know, you don't get your sleep back, mate." You're you can't. Yes. You can't yeah. catch up on sleep. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what. The, I'm not sure what region my accent started <laughs> and moved to. Let us know in the chat. I don't think there is a chat, but let us know. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like Newcastle, and then all of a sudden it became <laughs> like, New Jersey. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I stays new though. <laughs> no, but we should let's talk about the final. Obviously, uh, Portland Timbers win two to one. Uh, final match of the the MLS is back tournament. I mean the the. We saw the celebrations. We saw everything. I mean, it clearly them. meant something. It did. Like, you know, we've had this conversation. I don't know that we figured it out. What does this mean? What does this trophy mean? Yeah. They're talking about continuing. MLS is back and life. You ask yeah. the same questions. What does yeah. it all mean? What does it mean, dude? <laughs> like, why are we on this rock called Orlando right now? <laughs> what? Honestly, like, where is this? Isn't an MLS Cup, right? 
No. Like Bobby Boswell put out a tweet, said, if or if uh, Portland adds a star to the top of their crest for this, how would you feel? You can't do that. No, right? that's a lot. That's you a can add an asterisk. That'd be dope. <laughs> right? <laughs> there was the uh, some people were suggesting putting the the the, the COVID virus as uh, next to the, the, the timber stuff <laughs> or that little like fallout shelter thingy, like the <laughs> yeah, war thing. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like I don't, I doubt they'll ever do something like uh, for NWSL. The Challenge Cup was essentially their championship yeah, for that season. Exactly. So fair if Houston Dash want to add a star. Absolutely fair. In fact, I applaud them if they do. Uh, Portland can't do that. So what does this mean? I don't know. But watching it, they seemed excited. Their fans seemed excited. Our fans from Portland seemed drunk. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. Yeah, look, uh, the the game itself, uh, as far as – look, let's let's at least – I know Orlando City fans, uh, it's definitely, you know, bitter, right? And it's not even about bittersweet because they've experienced just bitterness the last five years. And to see them turn things around and play this well, it, it was like this, there's like this. We, we can't believe that this is happening, right? Like, how are we? No one po- believed in them until the final. Yeah. And then they only- lost. <laughs> <laughs> Not only are they winning games, you know, but then they they were winning in dramatic fashion. You know, those those late winners winning in penalties. That takes a lot of like just mental uh, uh, strength that, you know, they really did not have in uh, in the the previous four years. They were losing games late all the time. Couldn't just stick it out and and win matches, even with with their big players. So it's 100 percent a winning mentality. And it's something that it seems like Nani, you know, won the Euros, you know, is has played on big clubs. It's something that feels like Nani has sort of been able to infiltrate, right? Oscar Pereja has changed the mentality of the club from underdog to if you just keep your head in it and you can win. The shame is it's like in the, in the final, in the final, which if Orlando wins, everyone else would have, was going to say like, this doesn't matter. It's a competition. That's not going to yeah. ever happen again. So, but still there was something about getting them over that hump. But I still feel, and if you're an Orlando fan, I get it. You're not excited about the fact that you lost more of the same. But the perception of your club has changed, right? If yeah. you're if you're not an Orlando fan, you no longer see Orlando as, oh, that's an easy week, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's and not the same. It's you, were, Orlando's different, especially if you're an Atlanta fan, right? Yeah. <laughs> Orlando's not easy to beat up anymore. Yo, Orlando <laughs> came back to school this year a bit swole. You know? <laughs> we can't pick on them as oh, easy. Oh, you got, you got new sneakers. Damn, yeah. bro. Like, okay. You know, back to school day. <laughs> I mean, honestly, little. normally I would make fun of you, but, like, where'd you get those? Right? <laughs> like, as opposed to what are those? Okay. Uh, you should be, I, you've been shopping at Jimmy Jazz. Okay. Damn, son, you got Dr. J on, on text. All right, we're going to hit you with the wild uh, Brooklyn references. Hell yeah. It's <laughs> only and six North. people going to get this. Our Dr. J's was wild. <laughs> <laughs> the back door was bigger than the front door of Dr. J's, if you know what I'm talking about. Shouts to all my friends and cousins that work there. <laughs> no, but, uh, Nani, I, I don't have the quote in front of me, but he, he was um, – Pretty much saying how, like... You said it. How do you not have the quote in front of you? You don't remember saying it, Nani? <laughs> you know what? I have a really poor memory. Uh, I think my, my brain is going. I don't yeah. know to tell you. No, but he had mentioned that the uh, that he was like, you know, this team is a, it's a different team. You saw how we played. You saw how teams played against us. And it was different. And honestly, it was a, a, a rough 
bounce, right? Like when we when we were talking to Landon Donovan, he had mentioned about that the 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 level between you know the U.S. and uh, and these other countries is 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 large, but the difference between you know Spain, Portugal, England, or whatever is just like one bad bounce and all of a sudden yeah. you know you're out of the tournament and i i feel like that's what happened to orlando it's just like i uh, disagree p- p- i think i think in order for orlando to have won especially against a team that a is clearly prepared for these moments and sits back and waits for you to make a mistake i think a lot of this falls on the players that needed to step up and didn't the first thing that comes to mind is chris mueller you know oh, yeah, it seemed did, yeah. it seemed like when the ball got to his feet I don't know if the pressure got to him or it was just a bad game and it just happened to have come on a final. Clearly an incredible player. I don't mean to pile on him. He probably feels worse than anyone feels about him, unless you're probably the guy who stayed up at 2.30 in the morning to watch the match. It's <laughs> <laughs> just to you, Andrew. Um, it, honestly, in those moments, it's like you can't. It's a final. You can't have a bad game, and he did. And he's not the only one, right? Uh, there was really uh, silly fouls. Uh, there was really uh, sort of just the, the team in, a, as a whole started to crack a bit as opposed to Ben. They started to break a little bit where they hadn't in the past. But all credit goes to Portland, which literally seems like they played the exact same match over and over and over again on the way to the final. It didn't matter what you were going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Chara is going to rough you up a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean, and they we're going to try to score when we can. They were consistent. I think, you know, uh, obviously the winning the, the tournament for for the Timbers meant something and it was significant, but there's no, there's no denying that if Orlando won, it would have meant more to that team. I think the the underdog story, and it wasn't like, you know, the Timbers have just been dominant forever, but like it's, it's, they, they have nothing, you know no, what I mean? But it was good for Gio Severacy to win. Though. I felt yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, look, the 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 season is coming right back. Uh, right. So the, t- today we are recording uh, before you know before the the match Dallas, between FC Nashville. Dallas and, and and Nashville. But obviously, right back at it. Uh, regular season, home markets. We'll see what happens. Obviously, uh, you know, like we're we're all uh, c- concerned and worried, and <laughs> but yeah. excited to have the season back. Back again. So uh, let's talk about the MLS season resuming. Uh, it is uh, already happened by the time you are watching this. So there's no the- relaxation after a championship <laughs> parade. Nope. Get back in your locker rooms, boys. Yeah, I think originally it was probably, you know, after the tournament, I think the plan was probably to have like four or five days, uh, you know, and then then come back on, on the weekend. But no, because of, uh, you know, Dallas and Nashville uh, having to be removed from the tournament due to positive uh, COVID tests, they are just playing. Uh, they played yesterday, right? So yeah. we we don't know the result yet because we were taping before that. But the the, the I think, you know, the, the that, that main concern, of the, especially with FC Dallas, is that they will have uh, up to 5,110 fans at the stadium they will enforce social distancing they will require a mask uh people still think that uh, especially with texas that this is not the right move um and and you know it doesn't feel like the right move uh no i mean uh, the numbers are starting to sort of settle a bit in texas they've been working really hard on not you know, continuing to be the epicenter or like getting to that point. Mm-hmm. This just seems a little too soon. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I get that you can have 5,000, but just because you can, you look, you can say whatever you want to your girl, but should you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially if she just 
finish being that mad at you. You know what I mean? Like, should you? You know, yeah. now's not yeah. the time to bring up the plates, my guy. You know, <laughs> let it go. You go do the plates. You know, like that's it. This kind of feels like this. It's like, you know, it's just it's a lot of it is like, well, the government says we can, or what if we do social yeah. distancing? What I mean, waiting for the bathroom we're, line. The we're gonna trust the government right now. You, Damn, with, uh, family! With how they've handled everything. We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna put. <laughs> Fam, just um, go wash the plates. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, man. I, uh, you know, we we've said it a bunch of times. Like, obviously, we just hope all, all the players are safe, the fans are safe, uh, the staff, everybody uh, involved. And and look, we we know, uh, you know, the staff at FC Dallas. So they they've shown us a lot of love. Obviously, they're taking it seriously and and will not try to be you know they're not going to be reckless per se but it just it it doesn't it just doesn't make too much sense it just doesn't feel necessary and when it comes to the you know we talk about setting an example from people in leadership this feels like not a good example you know it may not be necessarily detrimental and you can and you can you know avoid spreading the infection and all this other stuff but again it just doesn't feel like a great example for for mls to be setting uh to begin with but again just hoping nothing happens yeah uh, and we we do want to reiterate you know that there's other there's other things that shouldn't be open there's other things that are open that should be closed theme parks stuff like that that are trying to do this stuff it's like everybody just chill and wait until this is completely done but uh, it's already happened but hope everyone is safe that's all that yeah. matters is that the safety of everyone from players to you know the person checking your ticket everyone in between there yeah, yeah. I mean, look, but look, it's uh, things are starting back up. Obviously, uh, FC Dallas and Nashville will uh, have, have played play each other twice. Uh, those right. those will be the first two games returning. But uh, on the on the 20th is, is like sort of when things ba- get back to, to normal and all the other teams that were in the bubble will start playing again. And uh, NYCFC is uh, Hudson River Derby. Uh, so uh, uh, an entertaining match to to start the, you know, the, the regular season back up, per se. Uh, so and people uh, are like, oh, but there's not going to be fans. Don't worry. The teams don't like each other. There's going to be there's going to be enough animosity. Don't yeah, worry about it. And the fact it. that Rebel Arena is well, apparently will be housing uh, every team. It's in now Major an Airbnb. Soccer. Did you see that? <laughs> you know, there's a there's a uh, a team from Toronto so, coming down. This NYC. Yes. So New York Red Bulls will be playing at Rebel Arena. New York City Football Club will be playing at Rebel Arena. Toronto FC will be playing at Rebel yeah. Arena. And now. Montreal Impact will be playing at Red Bull Arena. And, so, uh, shouts to the grounds crew because <laughs> they're going to be at yeah, full, they're going to need full capacity to, to to fix the the pitch. You know, you yeah. know, you were they were concerned over like Sky Blue playing. Oh no, oh you were <laughs> no, nah, fam, we be... got we got a lot we got a lot <laughs> happening on this pitch. So, and hurry up because the fair is coming to town. You know, it's like the next thing. Uh, so it, it, it is going to be interesting. Obviously, those uh, those matches, but you know the the twentieth, the twenty first, uh, so that that weekend, uh, where I think we're all going to be watching these games. Like uh, you know, we see what the Major League Baseball is going through with uh, you know the, the like the Marlins having right. to postpone games and things like that. You're, we're hoping. It's not the same, but you know. But the they play- were really good about the bubble, so maybe MLS is sort of prepared for this. Uh, their planning seems to be on point. They're so- giving direction to all the players, like, "Yo, we understand you're back home, but yeah. like, there's a lot of that are your homie a lot of Facetime with your homie. You don't need to go to a bar <laughs> with your homie, all right? Exactly. And yeah. by the way, don't forget. 
We got John Luca Busio coming up after this segment, which is a wild, great, great player. Uh, I'm excited. Christian isn't, but I am. No, I'm joking. With you. <laughs> uh, speaking what of, excited, I have John Luca Busio's hair. That's like, right. We got to get you. The, we got to get you the the golden uh, frosted tips, just like John Luca Busio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we gotta Fubo. Yeah. <laughs> Come make, on, Fubo. Where's the budget for the? <laughs> Give him some the... sun in. What's that? Three ninety nine out of Dwayne Reed. You can't look that up. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, big moves. <laughs> like you getting them frosted tips. <laughs> Sam Mewis is uh, going to uh, Manchester City already announced. Um, I believe she's there either this week or next week. Uh, she's officially there, which seems to uh, sort of be the sort of the, the the first chip to fall in a tide of U.S. women's national team players or just big NWSL names going over to some big names in Europe. Um, and I mean, a lot of people are really excited about this, but some people are not as much partially partially because I think Maybe this is kind of the end of national team players feeling the need to uh, be on NWSL clubs. What do you I think? Don't think th- I don't think that. I think, uh, uh, you know, especially women's national team players or really any NWSL player is going to go somewhere where soccer is being played. Right. We, the, the United States. Right. Well, the, so you nah. think, but this is a permanent deal. This isn't just like an NWSL offseason move. No, no, I, I know that. But obviously she, she's leaving the courage, but I, who knows for how long? Uh, you know, it could be just, a, I don't know how long the deal is for. I, right. it, it, is it longer than a year? I, I'm not exactly sure because I, um, I haven't seen the details. But um, you're asking me for facts. I mean, come on, Christian. <laughs> what? Do you I'm remember pre- who I am? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the, 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 I think it's 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 more of a temporary plan to just really just play, but I think it's obvious that the NWSL is a stronger league than uh, uh, than the women's league in in, in England. So uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's anything to necessarily. Uh, I don't think it's a trend starting. I, I think this is for maybe for the next year, maybe the, the beginning of the next NWSL season. You, there might be some big name players that we don't see, but this is a, a solution to the problem of the Challenge Cup is over. I need to play soccer somewhere. Manchester City is a, a a big club. If they're tossing uh, the bag, go get that bag, right? Exactly. I mean, it's what you're going to do. But I do think it's a little scary. Maybe not as bad as if this, if this happened a year or two ago, right? Because if national team players leave NWSL two years ago, that's bad for NWSL. But we just saw... Houston Dash, which have no national team players on it, or they, women, I mean, the, U.S. They, women's they, national team players. They, I mean, obviously, Kristen Press is on the team, but she did not play in the Challenge right. Cup. No, she isn't. She she's on Utah, isn't she? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I got confused. Sorry. Yeah. So there's no U.S. women's national team players on Houston Dash. So and they won, uh, and and they won handily, right? So maybe this is a sign that there's just more talent available, and there's a way yeah. to be sort of there's a way to win without previously needing you know, uh, national team players. The big issue is marketing, right? Those national team players do put people in the seats, right? I mean, they're just big names. They're big names in a general sense, right? So yeah. when fans do come back, you're going to want national team players. Well, we should clarify. They, they do have national team, not U.S. women's national I team I said not, not U.S. national yeah, team Yes, players. yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it shows it. But, but that is also a good sign that the, the other teams, uh, the other country's national team players playing in NWSL has – 
clearly raise the level of the NWSL. Absolutely. Right? It, it's difficult to just simply say um, uh, uh, kind of the broad statement of like, oh, you don't need U.S. Women's National Team players and you can win when the Challenge Cup also was missing a lot of U.S. Women's National Team players on their team. So it was like the, the Thorns didn't necessarily have their strongest squad available uh, to, to kind of judge per se and kind of make that statement. Look, That's what I'm trying I- to say is call up Shea Groom. That's what we're trying to say here. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. That. Uh, I mean, that's basically. We, we, I mean, we just have to just start a campaign. To yeah. Blocko, uh, I mean, <laughs> do the do the right thing. Let's uh, go. All right. We have Gianluca Busio, midfielder for Sporting Kansas City, coming up next. Come right back. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to bring you with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. That's right. You being Gully Squad. Thank <laughs> you, you right so- now listening. <laughs> you, Oliver, you, yes, you've, uh, uh, you've contributed to this marketing campaign. That's right. Thank you so much. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're not in Gully Squad, I'm not going to say it's not thanks to you. I think you already know that. But you can. This can be thanks to you. All you got to do is join Gully Squad. It's mad simple. You know it, what I mean? Because what yeah. happens is you join Gully Squad, and guess what happens? We show up at your house. We say, we don't care about the quarantine you know what i mean <laughs> we show up at your house and we say yo thank you and then that's it we leave it's very odd <laughs> yeah yeah we we break lockdown rules uh that's how committed to you we are uh-huh. all right you where, where you live in europe <laughs> be there in a few hours my guy <laughs> okay yo boris open up the borders <laughs> yo latvia I, I i might have to use points but we gonna get there <laughs> okay we're i've uh we're Unbrexiting right now. <laughs> I, yo, we've, we've right. decided. <laughs> we here. What's good? Is this Europe or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, join Gully Squad. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, awesome. Uh, perks and privileges obviously we have a, a i like a, the hesitation you put on perks man even <laughs> i was like oh what do we got <laughs> we, you can uh, obviously the the, the the our slack channel uh our birthday parties it dope zoom zoom hangouts uh it, it has it has it all so yeah and pins and and pop sockets and you know uh cool stuff it's just one of those things like yo you're supporting us uh it doesn't matter the level you're gonna get some dope perks you're gonna get a chance at exclusive content you're gonna get a chance to hang out chat with us and yo like the slack channel it's almost like just a big group chat there's like people sharing food to do on the road once we get back on the road people sharing pictures of the food they're cooking while they're on quarantine people sharing pictures of pizza and i'm roasting it we do other stuff than food don't we christian (laughs) (laughs) yeah a little bit i mean look there's uh, people sharing uh, music that they enjoy it's it's its own community of of soccer fans that uh, appreciate comedy and appreciate other things in life that they can uh, share with each other uh and it's really growing into something that's that's organic that is not really about christian and alexis and it's beautiful to see so i know it's bothering me it should constantly be about us but also they get a chance to to be a part of the show when we have guests we ask them what questions should we ask when we say those are gully squad questions yo those are questions directly from that slack channel from gully squad so if you're a member of the gully squad and you're not in the slack channel get on that what are you doing there's not a lot of you there's like a few of you that haven't like there's a few there's almost like i think maybe Thirty or forty people that are not in the Slack channel. It's that- what a handful of people! Come on, <laughs> get in here, get in there. Uh, so yeah, again, go to soccercooligans.com, click on the Join Gully Squad button, and uh, and get on board, man, because you're missing out. Hell yeah, soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad. 
Hi, baby. We're back on a Cooligans living room at sea. And this is what we do, yo. We just like, we're like a revolving door of stars. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You know yeah, I mean? dude. <laughs> just in and out. All right. We take your, take your gift bag and yeah, get yo, out of here. Yo, Beckham, keep it moving. We got other people. You know what I mean? This is what we do. Landon Donovan, thank you, but your time is up. We got other people. Okay. I mean, yeah. The future. Dude, we got to, inter- yeah, we got to allow the future to come through. <laughs> 100%. And this next person, I mean, talk about the future, right? I mean, this dude's got a very bright future. And if you listen to Taylor Twelman, he's going to have a lot of airline points coming up. You know what I mean? Doing my hit platinum on Delta. You know what I mean? Uh, this dude just absolutely shows up every time, big time. And I can't believe uh, how young this dude is because he plays like a big man. All right? This dude absolutely special. We've actually talked to him once before. Um, it was literally just before the world ended. So it's nice to talk to him now. Post bubble, ladies and gentlemen, from your sporting Kansas City, the one, the only, put your hands together unless you're driving for Gianluca Busio. What's good, brother? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, good to be back with you guys and talking to you guys. Cheers, again. man. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, look, real quick, let's uh, talk about uh, just uh, how, the, how the, the bubble was for you. How was the MLS's back tournament? Obviously, uh, unfortunately, it didn't end the way Sporting Kansas City uh, would have wanted. Uh, but but how, what was your experience like, uh, you know, just be, what, being secluded that way and then, you know, being solely focused on that tournament? Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't as bad as uh, I guess some people would say. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, for me, I'm not really leaving a family behind or anything yeah. like that. So I was kind of just back to my academy days. I was with my the other younger guys and we played video games in a hotel room for a month. <laughs> so I enjoyed that part. But it, it's difficult, you know, trying to, you know, you're in one spot for, you know, about a month and you're playing games every five days. So that was definitely hard to get used to. But um, yeah, I think we had a, a good decent tournament obviously we wanted to make it further but you know the first three games counted towards the the regular season so that was pretty big that we got two wins out of that and you know hopefully when the the season starting back up we can you know stay on the top the season's starting back up pretty soon i mean are, you know how are things looking are you excited i know it's a little different when you're in the bubble team like everything is planned for you you know are you waking up like yo what time is breakfast oh wait i gotta make this myself <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. You know, just playing in, and maybe it won't be a full stadium, but just playing in other team stadiums and even at, at home. And, you know, you get to do your own routine. You don't have to, yeah. you know, be in a bubble and wake up from your hotel room. It's, on your, it's your own bed. So uh, I'm looking forward to that a lot. And, you know, hopefully it'll get somewhat back to normal. At, um, hopefully. Yeah. How, yeah. how were those? Uh, did, you played in uh, the 9 a.m. game, right? I think you played in one. How was that? What was yeah, what was that routine like getting up that uh, early with, before the sun is even out? Uh, that was difficult. Um, because I mean, I think it wasn't as bad for us because we we had training in the morning every day, so we were waking up that early. But I mean, we were waking up at like six on game day, and you know, team meal at six thirty. So that was that was something that everybody was <laughs> used to. But you know, you got your you got your coffee or whatever you needed to get up and. By 9 a.m., it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as hot as the of other course. days, so that was pretty good. But the morning games were just 
difficult to get up for. Dude, for us, it's like we're stand-up comics. Sometimes like the network will be like, all right, let's do this shoot early. I'm like, all right, I'll see you guys at noon. That's early for us. <laughs> yeah, I guess, all right, I guess I got to wake up early, you know? <laughs> see what the real people do in this world. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to be wake up so early, but then be ready to play a competitive match at 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you, you guys handled it as well as you could. As well, yeah, for sure. Those, those group stage matches. But I'm, I'm curious how the, you know, one of the things that was fascinating about the MLS's back tournament was obviously no fans, but also, no, you know, depending on the channel you watch, there was no crowd noise. And, uh, you know. And they put mics everywhere. They put mics everywhere, right. And, and your coach, all right, Peter yes. Ramiz is is quite a, the, the vocal human being. Uh, I, I'm curious about what is the, the what is it? I mean, look, we know. Did he think the games were like, you know, on HBO? Because my <laughs> homie went, my homie went like, y'all, I hope y'all complete this out. <laughs> no, I'm just curious about like, I know that he is, uh, he could be a tough coach, which is necessary in, in whatever circumstance. But the, the 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 feeling, especially the, the, after the the loss to Philadelphia, he was really mad. He made it really clear that he was really really not happy with the team's uh, performance. How does that um, is that a thing that you know that, that you appreciate the coaches like taking responsibility and and that can express that, or is it like, yo man, yo chill man, we tried our best, you know? <laughs> nah, uh, nah, definitely with him. I think the especially me, I've been around him for about three or four years now, and. I know it's not it's not him trying to act out or anything. It's not him trying to be extra. That's how he is. You know, he wants things done, you know, the right way and you know, he wants to win. And he's gonna yell at you, he's gonna be intense. And uh at first it's definitely it takes a little getting used to, you know, kinda you're like, dude, you know, why you gotta be so mean? But after after the year, you know, it, it come it, it helps you a lot, you know. He brings out the best in you and even if that is getting on you and you know, if you're doing things well, he'll tell you you're doing well, but you know, he wants everything as close to perfect as possible. And as you can see, he's very animated about that. And, you know, he's very open. He won't he won't shy away from anything. And he's an honest guy. And I think that's a, a good quality for a coach that, you know, he'll tell you when you're not doing when you're not doing things right. And, you know, hopefully it motivates a player to. to yeah, you know, said it. you've known him for like a long time. Like you're practically a veteran now and you're 18 years old. Like when a new player who's 30, 30 years old come and you'd be like, get in here, young buck. Let me show you how this works. <laughs> if you hit the vending machine right here, you get an extra bag of Doritos. Like do you, you got like you're like an old veteran at 18. <laughs> Yeah, um, I definitely been, <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm, I'm still treated like the yeah. Guy. Like I mean, I am 18, so I don't really have veteranship yeah. over anybody. I mean, right you now. signed with the team when you were 16, and it is pretty wild because I think in, in honestly, just from last year to this year, I don't know what the training regiment has been. I don't know if we hit a growth spurt, but I'm like, yo, Gianluca, this dude's a unit out there. He's a unit in the midfield. <laughs> My guy put in weight. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I think quarantine helped with okay. that a little bit. Got time to yourself to work out and especially eat my mom's food. <laughs> that'll give me a little Yeah, bit. I think your quarantine but. was drastically different than my quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I was not trying to work out. You're like, he seemed to have gotten bigger in the waist area. Gianluca <laughs> built the shoulders though. <laughs> what, what, one other thing that was uh that you know, we we 
teased it in the beginning when Alexis introduced you, but uh, uh, during the broadcast, especially the ESPN broadcast, Taylor Twelman kept bringing up this rumored move to Fiorentina, and there's an offer on the table, and there's all this other stuff. How does that affect, uh, or not even how it, affect, how it affects you, but what is, how does that feel, being a young player in Major League Soccer, yeah. and, there, and people on TV are talking about, like, yo, they want you out in Europe? Yeah, um, I think that's pretty pretty special. Um, you know, as a young player, especially, you know, growing up, you're you're watching, you know, Premier League games and Serie A games, and you're thinking that that's your goal for the, and that's, and then that's my goal is to play in Europe at some point. So knowing that, you know, you're playing well enough to even bring that attraction, just to say that they're interested to you in you, is uh, it's pretty cool for me, especially with a guy like me who has, you know, big dreams to to make it far. So that that's pretty special, and obviously, I try not to think about it that much. You know, when I'm playing for for sporting right now, and you know, forever long, you know, I'm mean, I'm gonna be here. I'm I'm trying to focus on that and hopefully play more and more and better so I can, you know, maybe raise a transfer fee or, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You never know what can happen. So um right now I'm just focused on sporting, but it's also in the Yeah, background. you're gonna play play play, play so well where it's like, I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to get that Mbappe money, right? I mean, yeah. You got how many curlers you got to send in top bins to get that hundred million? You know, I wanted that Jaden Sancho money. <laughs> we were actually talking about it a little bit, right? And of course, there's like a lot of things that you you know you kind of got to say, right? Like, but I'm sure at the end of the day, just having someone be interested in you, whether it's Europe or just in another country or in another league, that's got to feel good. But also, you have a really strong connection to Italy, besides the name, which sounds like you own a deli in New York. I mean. <laughs> Gianluca Busio sounds like you're just throwing gabagool at people. You know I mean? It's a beautiful name. But your father, your father is uh, is is from Italy. He's Italian born, and you hold Italian citizenship, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? I do. Yes, I got it a couple of years. Okay, ago, good. Prepare. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I got it at first for mainly vacations, but now it's. Yeah, yeah, come on, yo! You don't need no passport from here to go on vacation, <laughs> but I respect it. But like when when you look at when you look at something like whether it's Serie A or it's Premier League, right? When you started out playing in North Carolina, and you look at how different MLS plays from other leagues, and how different they train in the US and the national team, what specifically do you think prepared you for that? Because you've had some major steps, right? You went national team obviously developed in North Carolina, then going through the sporting system. What exactly do you think helped you the most that prepared you for Europe? Um, obviously, I think sporting is doing a great job with me now to prepare me for that. Um, they, It's a professional team. They're very professional and everything. You know, you have to be responsible and, you know, basically, you know, I'm being treated as a, an, a, an adult. And that's what in Europe, I bet it's going to be a lot of responsibility and you have to, you know, kind of take care of yourself and fend for yourself if you really want to make it. And I think, I mean, growing up, it's always been like that for my family. They've, they've pushed me to, to try to do the best I can. And, you know, they're not going to bathe me through anything. You know, if I want something, it's up to me to go get it. And I think my family did a good job with that. And I think that's why I chose sporting to, to move from North Carolina, just because they kind of built that you know, around that to build you up to be professional at such a young age and, you know, teach you to be mature or teach you to be mature. And I think in Europe, all that's going to come in handy. So, you know, in the end, all you have to focus about is playing well in soccer and eventually. Yeah, we, we went to uh, Swope Park 
to to the training center uh, a couple years ago. We were, we were on a tour and we did one of the stops was in Kansas City. You guys had a uh, a U.S. Open Cup match the the day of our show that we did a live show. So like nobody came right. All the they were at the game right. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like frustrating. <laughs> we just it just scheduled it. We were like you know we don't obviously you never wish a team to lose, but I'm like damn why they had to be in the U.S. Open Cup the, the same day. Only oh, they play worse. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to the training uh, ground and uh, we met a couple of the uh, academy players, like um, who I think one just signed, Kave Ka- Kave Rod, and his brother, the twin, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. And we played we played mm-hmm. Fuchi. You know that game Fuchi, which is basically you. It's like soccer tennis, but against the net. Played against them. Oh yeah. yeah. Guess who won? Your boy. He literally said the- all of that to tell you he won, by the way. <laughs> yes, but you know what? But to compliment them, I'm like, you know what? These are academy kids. They're young, but they, they were quite professional. Uh, even even in their in their loss to a trash soccer player like me, so feel pretty good. I will also say, like we did, we did like a like a sketch where uh, kind of like a sketch where I did some tactical stuff like i like i gave them some like advice offensively which clearly i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> i told at one point at one point i think i told them to try kissing the neck of the other of the opposing player that that would throw them off okay so like clearly i don't know what i'm doing right like it was supposed to be a joke and they sat there like okay like they, i was the least mature person there so to give you and, and swill park and all of the kansas city system uh credit yeah. i walk in i'm the least professional and mature person yeah. across the board oh yeah i i can't imagine uh alexis trying to have that same conversation with, with Burmese. it would be a nightmare he would not tolerate even a little bit no he would kick me out instantly he'd be like security <laughs> when, so I was going to say, when you look at a sort of uh, the type of uh, player that you are in the national team system, there seems to be a flood of youth coming into the national team system. Where do you think you are right now um, within the national team uh, makeup? And what, where do you see yourself fitting in with some of these younger players that are now becoming standard, st- like stable players? Yeah, um, obviously, there's a there's a lot of youth coming up right now, and not just in the MLS, there's a bunch in Europe, too. And uh, I think it's pretty cool to be a part of that group or just to be in the, in the you know, the same same category as that group. You know, we're going to, you know, try to change the, you know, American soccer. And that's that's pretty special to be a part of that. And, you know, more and more, I mean, younger guys are coming up. So that that's good. And I think the guys now are for here to model, you know, for the younger guys also. So um, it's, it's pretty cool. And, um, I mean, I've grown up with a lot of these guys who are, you know, being the big names now, I guess, for the young guys. And, you know, I've been playing with them for a bunch of years now. So, you know, I love seeing, you know, all the guys, especially the younger guys doing doing big things in Europe and MLS. And, you know, hopefully I can, you know, still be a part of the group and we can all all make the jump to the yeah. national team. Well, who is um, I know uh, a lot of the, the, the youth national team players obviously stay in touch and, and are pretty close. And, and even when they make it to the senior team, is anyone that you're closest to uh, that, you know, is in the, the, the same group as you? Anybody maybe either playing in Europe mm-hmm. or, or here? Yeah. Um, well, obviously my, my team was, or that I'm still probably my closest friend on the team. The O2 team was probably the, uh, Jordan yeah, yeah. Bello from Atlanta, Joe Scally. He's going to yeah, yeah. Germany actually this year. And obviously Gio was, um, Gio Reno. He was 
it was, we were we were pretty close. So yeah, I mean, I always stay in touch with them. Those are probably the three main ones, but we all we all that whole team stays okay. in touch. It, but uh, how's those three? How's Joe's German yeah. coming along? Yes, so there you're going to Munching He's going Gladbach. from a New York accent to a team called Munching Gladbach. He's gonna be spitting a lot trying to say them words, man. A lot of a lot of saliva collecting on the edges. Yeah. <laughs> when you you were playing incredibly well in the bubble, and I'm assuming you know we saw Burhalter just hanging out. Taking a lot of notes. <laughs> Did you maybe have a conversation with with uh, with Coach Greg? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think about anything, <laughs> but uh, we we definitely had a casual conversation in the hotel over here, you know, crossing paths, and um, yeah, I was just you know talking about the games and stuff, and hopefully, you know, in the end, like I said, I want to play for the national team, and it's pretty cool to be you know casually speaking with the guy who can make that come true, so. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool, and you know, it was just good to talk to him. And it's pretty cool that he, you know, yeah. you didn't be like, "Yo, give me your number, I'll drop you a link to my mixtape." It's mostly highlights, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, maybe okay. But it's gonna be over techno music, you know how it is. Uh, <laughs> it's YouTube shit. Right? It's a standard. It's a standard. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do it. <laughs> no, it's good. It, it is good to see. Obviously, you know, uh, seeing you excel and seeing you uh, look. I, like I was saying, like you know, when you when you. This happens a lot when when young players get signed in, in in MLS, right? You start you 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 heard it with like Freddie Adu, right? And it's like the pressure is immediately like on this like young child is going to be the, the the future. But then when you saw like Alfonso Davies, and it's like yeah, he was young, but look, I mean, look at where he is now. So anything is really uh, uh, possible. So obviously, if if, uh, if, yeah. if Burhalter is, is is seeing you and seeing just seeing you progress, obviously is is it's just exciting. So you know we're 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 big Gianluca Busio fans, man. That's all we're saying, bro. <laughs> all right, uh, and Gianluca, I'm curious about the 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 bubble in, in particular. You you had mentioned you were uh, obviously playing video games for a month, which is uh, which can be nice and, and, <laughs> and relaxing. Um, uh, I watched the during during the lockdown. I had watched uh, MLS had a FIFA tournament and where they had uh, you know professional players. Uh, play with the EMLS player, and I had seen yeah. Wan Kuzain yeah. uh, play as well. I don't know if you watched this, but yo, this dude—I mean, he's yeah. good on the pitch, but the dude can play <laughs> FIFA. He's really good. He's yeah. like legit, like a, a professional. Uh, what is what's how how competitive are you at FIFA? How good are you at FIFA? Do you ever play against him? So, what was it like amongst Sporting Kansas City players when it gets mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to to FIFA? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, yeah, we're, we're pretty competitive. Um, but actually, we don't really play. I mean, against each other, we okay. play uh, pro clubs a lot. Yeah, yeah, so each where you can yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, one guy. And so it, it actually, well, Kuzain wasn't on our team. He's uh, he's on a different team with his um, guys the, from the pros. Yeah, the lo- all right, okay. All right, he's like, sorry, guys, yeah. I got my own crew. Uh, so he's playing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so we like for a good like three weeks there, we just played against each other. So obviously the SKC guys, so like me, Jalen and Cam Duke, Felipe, all of them were on one team. And then we challenged against Kuzane's team and his his boys from back home. So that's that got pretty competitive. And um, <laughs> that was that was tough. But um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I have the, I'm the striker. There you go. I <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, do you dude. ever play as yourself? Uh, nah, I do sometimes. Like when we play like career mode, 
I'll probably sign myself and <laughs> so um <laughs> But no, I don't. I don't. It must be that. tough as a, especially when you are like a, just a younger player who like grew up with the game, and then you're excited, like, "Yo, I'm in FIFA. This is crazy." But yo, why is my rating so trash, man? It's crazy. Back on my pace or something. <laughs> yo, give me. Look at my strength now, EA. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man. I expected it. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, look, that's a, a, a enough. Um, it's weird because, like, a lot of for a lot of players, that's a real motivation to to grow as a player, to be to have a better FIFA card. <laughs> Your coach Which, is like, man, why'd you put yeah. in so much work in the offseason? Like, dude, I was looking at my, I wanted the player of the year card. You know, like, <laughs> just my thumbs are hurting. I was playing as myself so much. <laughs> uh, we actually we have a, a group called Gully Squad. That's like our Patreon. Uh, shouts to them. Uh, there, so there are supporters, right? And they they give us some questions, and and we got two questions that I, you know. This might cause some heat. This might cause some problems for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, first, I'm going to ask you, Kyle Richie's, okay. what is, what is, uh, John Luca miss most about Greensboro? Because Kansas City barbecue just don't hit like, and I think it's Stammy's, Stammy's. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he basically said, what do you miss most? And I know it's our barbecue with this better. <laughs> so the floor is yours, John Luca Blusio. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think I'm gonna say Kansas City. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> but I think I think it is. I think North Carolina is more like kind of yeah. like vinegarish. It's it's good, but it's not like it doesn't feel like real barbecue. Like yeah. KC, it's you know big barbecue that you know fill you up within a bite. So I like the KC barbecue more. But back home, I probably miss. <laughs> I guess. I, I mean, yeah. Besides the family, we get family. it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd probably say I think the pickup games there. We had a lot of fun pickup games at the Sportsplex down in Greensboro, and I was just kind of playing with like old high school friends and my brother's friends. So that was always fun to do. And I gotta say, my mom's cooking is yeah. well. Then so Thor and Svensson said, and this is along with cooking. This isn't mom's cooking. Maybe mom's tired, right? And you guys go out for some food. He asked, which is better, Popeyes or Bojangles? And we've had Bojangles. You think Bojangles off the rip? <laughs> oh God, John Luca, why are you lying to these people yeah. on our show? Nah, Bojangles. All right, so you heard it here so first. John Luca Busio loves dry ass biscuits. <laughs> you heard it here first. I've never, ha- I've never had Bojangles. I don't, yeah, I don't you know did. We had it at the airport. We Remember, did. we did the layover. Oh man, then it must have been not not that memorable, bro. I don't say that popping. <laughs> Nah. So b- because you said Bojangles, that makes me think Greensboro barbecue stamps is better than <laughs> <laughs> Although I like I like I prefer whole hog. I'm Cuban. We just eat pork at every chance we get. So I'm I'm more of a whole hog guy. But all right, good. I got to ask the two food questions. I feel good about myself. <laughs> Jim uh Manolius of uh Ghost Squad also he he asked this and I know I've I've seen um uh, the, the ladies of the call-up, uh, Jillian Sakovitz and Susanna Collins, they're always talking about you. And really, like, I think they, I think they want to adopt you. I think yeah. that's really Because <laughs> he says, does, does, uh, does uh, Gianluca know how much uh, Susanna Collins and uh, uh, is, how much they love you? Are you just aware of what they're putting out into the world? All this Gianluca positivity. The start of the Gianluca Busio fan club is right there at the call-up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, um, I know it. Uh, me and Suzanne are, are pretty pretty close. We have, um, well, she's oh, okay, okay. my best friend back in Greensboro. 
So, um, yeah, she was, she knew me before I really knew who she was. She was watching me play soccer when I was like, you know, eight and nine playing with my best friend and she was on the sidelines watching me. So, um, yeah, I didn't really know about that until a couple of years ago and, and found out that, you know, when I met her one time, she was telling me about my, my friend and stuff. Yeah, like that's that awesome. Their cousin. So, um, yeah, so obviously we're, we're pretty, we're pretty close now just cause, you know, we have that, that connection and, you know, yeah. One thing I also really love cool. about yeah. you and your and your family, your mom, uh, seeing her at games. I forgot what there was a, a clip, I think, that was that was being shared around. But your mom is like so, so supportive and really, really cool. And when when whenever she's at uh, games, it's just like the, the the love is like just really, really present and the support. What, what did she mean for your yeah. development as a soccer player? Yeah, um, obviously she she meant pretty much everything from you know taking me to games to yeah. paying for me to play soccer is um, is that's just that's just the basics and it's pretty special to me and you know uh, she supported me through everything while she was you know doing her own thing and the job and taking care of two other kids she was uh, still you know making me they're supporting my dreams and you know she was supportive of everything you know she whatever i wanted to do you know i played other sports and gave up on soccer for a couple times or a couple years and you know she supported me through whatever sport and then eventually when i chose soccer then she was you know right there to to push me and when i told her that you know i wanted to move to kansas and you know all these decisions i had to make on my own she didn't you know knock me down she didn't you know tell me what she wanted she asked if i wanted it and she you know was on the first flight to kansas with me so um yeah i gotta yeah. play a lot of you know, yeah part of it is beautiful and then part of it when, when you were like oh i'm gonna go to kansas he's like all right please finally get out yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe this house will smell normal again these teenagers in here because <laughs> <laughs> you probably ate a lot at that point too just as a teenager it's like that's half a meal less i gotta cook mm-hmm. it won't be bojangles bags everywhere <laughs> Thank you to Gianluca Busio of Sporting Kansas City for joining us. Sporting Kansas City currently in first place in the Western Conference. Uh, do not forget. And they, they will be returning on uh, Friday, August 21st, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, playing against uh, Minnesota United. So, um, so not 9.30 in the morning, which is nice. <laughs> Correct. A little, a little better. Uh, so, uh, Gianluca, is there anything you want to let people know about before we sign off? Um, yeah, well, just thank you guys for uh, having me again. It was good talking to you guys again. And uh, thank you to everybody who's listening or watching or however you're doing it. And yeah, just, you know, hopefully you guys can watch the season this year and hopefully it can, you know, provide some, some, you know, something to watch while you're yeah, playing or at home sometimes. Some. And everybody stay safe and, you know. All right, dude. Thank thank you so much. Uh, All right. So uh, make sure you follow at Soccer Cooligans on all social media. Follow at Fubo Sports as well uh, on every social media platform. And make sure you to subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the show. So let us end the show the way we normally do. So for Gianluca Busio, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The The Cooligans! (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>